What happens when the head of the country's national anti-corruption body gets embroiled in a graft scandal? That's what Malaysians are currently playing witness to, with Malaysian Anti-Corruption Commission Chief Azam Baki under the microscope in connection with millions of shares in publicly listed companies bought in his name. While rumours of the shares had been published on certain political blogs, the issue hit the mainstream when PKR representatives led by Sungai Buloh MP R. Sivarasa called for a press conference in Parliament. Sivarasa demanded a probe into allegations that the MACC chief had purchased close to 2 million shares in two companies between 2015 and 2016. Valued at well over the 100,000 ringgit civil servants are allowed to hold in any one firm. While the issue lay dormant for a few weeks, it was the former University Malaya professor Edmund Terence Gomez who lit the fire which neither Azam nor the MACC has managed to extinguish as yet. On December 27th, the former economics professor resigned from his post on the Commission's Consultation and Corruption Prevention Panel, citing a lack of cooperation from higher-ups when he had asked for the claims to be discussed. Gomez said he had written to MACC Advisory Board Chairman Abu Zaha Mujang on numerous occasions, but had not gotten any response. Abu Zaha and Azam then held a blockbuster press conference on January 5th in an attempt to get the MACC's back off the ropes but only succeeded in inviting further body blows. Abu Zaha claimed that the board had cleared Azam of wrongdoing after meeting with him on November 24th. He said Azam had clarified the issue and the board had been satisfied. Azam said he had explained that his brother, Nasir Baki, had used his trading account to purchase the shares in question and which were transferred to Nasir soon after. Their statements were not well received. Rather than clear the air, the two had muddied the waters even further. Six other members of the advisory board put out a statement distancing themselves from Abu Zaha's stand. They said Abu Zaha had merely given his personal opinion and that it was not reflective of the board's stance. Others, and even members of the board, were quick to point out that the board doesn't have the power to clear someone of wrongdoing, as it doesn't have the power to investigate. Questions have been raised as to why Nasir bought shares under his brother's name. The Securities Commission released a statement soon after, saying shares can only be bought by the beneficial owner of the purchasing account, adding that it would call Azam in for questioning. Gomez also questioned the explanation of the duo. If this meeting had been held in November, why was this the first time anyone heard of it? Also, he claimed to have spoken to board members in December about Azam's alleged shares, and none had mentioned this meeting. Parliamentarians, anti-graft groups and NGOs alike all called for the resignation of the pair. Three of Azam's deputies then issued a statement backing their boss and describing the allegations as revenge politics. They also claimed that the accusers were attempting to undermine the organization's credibility. On January 11th, Abu Zaha held yet another press conference to address the controversy sparked by his first, this time hitting out at the media for misrepresenting what he had said. He claimed news reports had not been accurate or comprehensive, and that this had prompted his fellow board members to distance themselves from the comments they had read in the press. This was despite multiple news agencies reporting the same thing. Abu Zaha had not sought to clarify the reports earlier. This story is far from over. Whether Azam's brother bought the shares improperly and whether the MACC chief ever disclosed their existence through the proper channels are questions that have yet to be answered.
the MACC will no doubt have to respond to more attacks on its credibility over the coming days and weeks. How it responds to these attacks will determine whether the public can believe in the MACC. In a country that's been rife with corruption scandals over the last few years, the public needs to believe that there's a body equipped to stamp it out. If the Rakyats can't believe in the MACC, who else are they to turn to? Imran Arif, Free Malaysia Today.